Hi ladies, we are here with week one, day five, the New Testament. The scripture reading that goes with this portion of today's reading is John 1, 1 through 18, Acts 2, 42 through 47, Romans 12, and Revelation 5. So we're going to go ahead and start with John 1, 1 through 18. The Gospel according to John. Chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Out of his fullness we have all received grace, in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. Okay, that was John 1, 1 through 18. Next is Acts 2, 42 through 47. Acts 2. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Such oh, well, we want to start in a different spot than that. Oh, maybe it's not going to let us. Um, okay, maybe I'm going to read this portion. <laughs> this is the fellowship of the believers. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily, to their number daily those who were being saved. That was Acts 2, 
42 through 47. Next, we have Romans 12. It's a living sacrifice. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. I'm not sure if we're supposed to read the entire section of Romans 12. It's pretty lengthy. Um, But I'm just going to stop there. The last portion is Revelation 15. So let's, oh, I'm sorry, Revelation 5, my mistake. So Revelation 5 says, it's the scroll and the lamb. And I'm going to go ahead and let it read it for us. Revelation 5. Then I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll with writing on both sides and sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming in a loud voice, Who is worthy to break the seals and open the scroll? But no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth could open the scroll or even look inside it. I wept and wept because no one was found who was worthy to open the scroll or look inside. Then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. See, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Then I saw a lamb, looking as if it had been slain, standing at the center of the throne, encircled by the four living creatures and the elders. The lamb had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. He went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne, And when he had taken it, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp, and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of God's people. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, because you were slain, and with your blood, You purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God, and they will reign on the earth. Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and ten thousand times ten thousand. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders. In a loud voice they were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them saying, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. The four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. Revelation. Ooh, isn't that good? All, All of those were so good. 
Okay, so the page for today is on page 20 of our books, and it says, Today we spend time considering the structure of our New Testament. The New Testament is comprised of 27 books in four categories. And we have about 430 years between the end of the Old Testament and the beginning of the New Testament. The first category that is found in the New Testament is the Gospels. The Gospels are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. These four books all look at the life and teachings of Jesus. Three of the Gospels are considered to be synoptic. These are Matthew, Mark, and Luke. They take a very similar approach and give a different perspective on many of the same events. The book of John is not considered to be one of the synoptic Gospels, and it takes a very theological and slightly different approach than the other Gospels. The Gospels reveal Jesus as the Messiah. They show him as the glorious king, the suffering servant, the son of man, and the son of God. The next category is history, and the book in this category is the book of Acts. The book of Acts is the history of the early church and shows what happened after the resurrection of Jesus. In it, we see the assassin, the, assassin, the sending of the Holy Spirit, the conversation of the apostles, and the mission of the church go forward. The next category is the largest in the New Testament. The letters comprise 21 books of the New Testament. Wow. These are letters to churches and individuals that give instruction in theology and practical Christian living. The books contained in the letters are Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, and 1st and 2nd Timothy, Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James, 1st and 2nd Peter, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, and Jude. Ooh, that's a lot. So that makes up the letters, 21 books of the New Testament. The last category in the New Testament is the prophecy, and this is the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation is the book that gives details about the consummation of God's plan for history, and it is a book that gives us a beautiful picture of worship as it points out our focus to Jesus who has fulfilled every promise of Scripture. As we begin our study of scripture, we will see how each section of the story points to Jesus, and we will be reminded of the love and faithfulness of our great God. I'm sorry, there were definitely two words in there that I messed up. Um, I can't find, oh, the first one was up in the middle and then that last one. But that is so very awesome to see each of these sections and how each one plays up, um, how each one has its own category and just what each one can teach us. So I'm super excited to dive into that, into the categories of the New Testament, the gospel, the, um, what was the other one? The gospel, the history, the letters, and the revel- the prophecy. Mm, it's going to be so good. Um, after that page, ladies, on page 21 are the three questions, which is what section of the New Testament are you most excited to learn about? Question two, today we are reading a variety of passages from each of the sections in the New Testament. 
Read each passage and then record any thoughts on the differences and similarities. And next week, oh, question three. Next week, we will begin to dive into the story of Scripture. Write out your prayer as you embark on this journey to understand God more through the story of the Bible. So those are the three questions. I highly encourage you to get into your Amen book and write for those. Then there are three, or I'm sorry, six questions. It's a week one reflection questions. It's why do you think the study, studying the story of the Bible is important? Why did you, what did you observe this week about God and his character? What stuck out to you most in this week's study? Write out a summary of the passage of the gospel below. How can you respond to scripture studied this week with a personal application? And what specific actions can you take to apply what you've learned this week? So make sure you open up to those pages 22 and 23 to answer those so you can discuss them, hopefully at your amen group with the other gals in the group. The memory verse for week one was Isaiah 55, 10 through 11. For just as rain and snow fall from heaven and do not return there without saturating the earth and making it germinate and sprout and providing seed to sow and food to eat, so my word that comes from my mouth will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I please and will prosper in what I send it to do. Weekly Memory Verse.